serious? You really thinking about quitting? The life? Yeah. Most definitely. Fuck. What's she gonna do then? Basically, I'm just gonna walk the earth. What you mean, walk the earth? You know, like Kane in Kung Fu. Walk from place to place, meet people, get in adventures. So you decided to be a bum? Oh no! no. Don't tug my ascot! Don't pull my ascot! It's not a scar. No, baby! You can't have my ascot, cause girl, it's mine! Hands off my cravat! No, I don't like that! Cravats are for hellcats, and this cat is feeling fine! Jerking off the <laughs> Welcome to the Clary Podcast! Don't tug my ascot, don't pull my ascot. It's not a scar. Don't make me. You can't have my ascot, cause girl, it's mine. It's so divine. No, you can't have my ascot, cause girl, it's mine, mine, mine. At ease, lieutenants. Welcome to the Clary Podcast with DT and the man, number 192. I don't know what Clary will call it. He'll probably call it the Black Brigade. He'll probably call like it the that. Black Brigade, yes. Yep. I'm DT. Where's the man? The man is right here. You can find all of Aaron Clary's information at captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Head on over there and like and rate and share and comment, subscribe, friend and follow. Click on whatever the fuck he's got on his site. It's a lot of stuff. Buy some cool, buy some cool shit. Here's my products. Go buy my shit. Give me your fucking money. Give Clary more than a buck, probably. <laughs> <laughs> buy his shit. Buy his shit. So well, I'm DT. I'm filling in for Clary this week, and the man's filling in for Clary. That's right. Uh, you, you can find my information at blackbrigade.org. And that's where I that's where I ha- host uh, my podcast, uh, the Black Brigade Debrief with DT. It used to be the Black Brigade Debrief with DT and the Man. Mm. And apparently, Clary likes the DT and the Man version better. I, I, <laughs> I guess. Well, it's good. It's good. It must be it. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Good to get together and do this. It's fun. Yeah. Now, do you want to share any information, the Man? Sure. I or, am or, Rolf Shiner on. Facebook and Twitter at Rolf there Shiner. Go. There you go. There you go. You actually made a Twitter with Rolf too, huh? I did, but I have not been on it in a while. So, so I'm just trying to decide what I want to do with it. Okay. So, so that's us. Thanks, Clary, for letting us for letting us fill in this week. I think Clary is writing. I think that's why why he's had a few fill in hosts lately. I, he, that's what he told me when I saw him last. So. And apparently, from what I've been able to glean from, I listened to uh, him talk to Mr. Rocking E, I guess, on his live stream, talk about economics. And it sounds like he's writing a book about he's going to try to revolutionize retirement. That's his intention. When I was with uh, Aaron a couple couple days ago or earlier this week, that's what he said he was doing. Yep. So, so that's a, that's, it'll be, that'll, we're eagerly awaiting that mm-hmm. the next, the, the latest book of his many books from Clary will, will maybe do sponsors later <laughs> and we'll see. And my, my kids just came in the house and they're stomping like, uh, elephants on the ceiling. I don't know if anybody heard that. Oh yeah, I could hear it. So, uh, <laughs> for all the listeners out there all over the world, 
since this is a worldwide podcast with a worldwide audience. Uh, it's snowing like crazy right now here in Minnesota. So welcome back, Aaron, from Vegas to yep. snow again in Minnesota. Yep, yep. So so I was trying to think of how we should do this podcast, and one of the things that Clary always does is he always talks about all the adventures he gets into. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, the interesting life he leads, mm. the reconnaissance man that he is. Yes. All of the interesting th- people that he meets. You know, how he, when he walks, while he walks the earth, like Kane from Kung Fu. Yeah, I was thinking Me- of, uh, of uh, uh, what's the, the boxer who does the big money walk in with his arms flapping. That's always good. Conor McGregor. Uh, you got to check that out. I, is that MMA or is that boxing? Uh, MMA. That's MMA. MMA. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that, there's a picture of him. He went after some uh, snowflake. <laughs> Some Antifa thug recently. I think that's the guy that went after him. And I, I put together a, I stole somebody's uh, stick man video. Oh. And, and he was in it. I think Conor McGregor was in it. I stole his video and then I put mm. it to, I put it to a song called stick man from nice. some buddies, buddies that I knew in college like 20 years ago or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it went to, it went, it works perfectly. Nice. The stick man song. So maybe uh, check that out, uh, lieutenants. That's right. Uh, my my uh, YouTube uh, channel is Don T Tread. That's where the D, DT comes from. So. Absolutely. And uh, so that was kind of fun to put together. But um, yeah, Connor McGregor, that, that's where that came from. But, but back to the adventure. Yes, adventures. Adventures. So we need to talk about adventures. So what. So what is the most recent adventure? I mean, we're not going to compete with Clary. No, right? no. We're not going to compete with, you know, fossil hunting no. and hiking and driving no. all over the place and sleeping on, uh, you know, his fans' couches. Or and, uh, going and, up to Alaska uh, on a motorcycle. Yeah, or, like you know, going to Vegas and renting a Ferrari mm. and wearing a tuxedo and pretending to be James Bond. <laughs> and, you know, we're just not going to, you know, us... us uh, us poor schleps with kids. We're just not going to be able to compete with that, lieutenants. Not yet. So, but we're going to try. This is the Clary podcast. This isn't the Black Brigade debrief. So we need to kind of, we need need to kind of do do a or at least attempt to mimic mm. the unmimicable mm. <laughs> Aaron Clary, the irreplaceable Aaron Clary, mm. the asshole Aaron Clary. So adventure, the man, go. My most recent adventure or a adventure? Sure. Uh, most recent adventure. My God, I haven't gone anywhere fun. Um, well, it can I, be I, as boring as you want it to be. We're just, we're, you know, it's fine. We're yeah. just, we're trying to do the Clary podcast here. That's true. Uh, one adventure that a place I've never been but I heard about is I went out to a secret location out in Colorado. And it was out Colorado. out of town. It was secret research facility, and I was there for for a week. And that was that was interesting because I've I've heard about it um, in our field, and I was out there and and got to see some interesting stuff. But uh, I can't really talk about it, so I can't really say that. <laughs> so it's a super secret adventure. It's a super secret that you adventure. can't talk about. Well, right. yeah. <laughs> way to way to go that route. <laughs> Could be anything from. A alien research facility. It could be where they test uh, flying saucers. I would have to kill you if that was the case. To you know, a place where they're um, making uh, growing cannabis uh, like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let you fill in the gaps. Go. <laughs> well, have a. How about a more specific one? Um, it can be as boring or as exciting as you want. Oh Here, sure. I'm opening sure. up my beer. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Well, why don't I open mine? 
There we go. Which that's something that we do that Aaron Clary does not. That's right. Apparently. Well, we're both fathers, so we have to drink. <laughs> right. What are you drinking, by the way? Uh, I'm drinking this great um, bourbon barrel-aged stout nice. called Dragon's Milk by Ooh. New Holland Brewing. That is good stuff. It's, I think it's like 10 11% alcohol. Oof, very nice. It's great. It's, it's fantastic. I'm having Bent Paddle Brewing Company Golden IPA India Pale Ale brewed in Duluth, Minnesota. That was a nice Wait. adventure. Last year, I went up to Duluth, Minnesota, and we had, uh, well, it was fun. No, that's what I'm doing. That's my adventure that I'm doing. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. So go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, this go isn't curse-free either, so ru- screw it. <laughs> ruin, ruin old DT's well, adventure. You, well, you'd say your adventure first. <laughs> I'm totally cooking you on this one. But we went up to Duluth, had a nice tour of uh, the Bent Paddle Brewing Company. It was great. They have a really nice facility started by some people uh, from the Twin Cities, and they um, they realized there was not a lot of brewing going on up in Duluth and Superior area, so they uh, opened up a brew. Um, and now there's a ton. A well, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I, I went to Canal Park Brewing. Oh, okay. Cool. So, nice. Yeah, I Bent think pa- that's fairly new. Bent pra- Paddle was one of the best uh, beer brewing tours i've been on just really nice guys really knowledgeable and the beer flows freely and you can fill it yourself so it was really mm. uh, really kind of nice so but started real small and it, they've been uh, expanding by leaps and bounds so it was really nice to see yeah, a small I think you business can buy that good down here i think you can yep. buy it down here in the twin cities area yep at trader joe's right Yes. So that's that's your that's your more specific adventure. More specific adventure. Is drinking at the Bent Paddle Brewery. Well, and then we went drinking at a comedy club downtown Duluth, which was fun. So um, drinking and laughing. Drinking and laughing. Yep. <laughs> Lots <laughs> which of I drinking. think usually go hand in hand. Exactly. Exactly. Usually. Most times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or crying. Sometimes there's ang- sometimes yeah, crying or angry. Yeah. yeah it can be yeah. that way too. Nope. This was happy times. Very happy. So that's my adventure too. Oh, there you go. See, is is uh, spring break this year? Just got back from Duluth. Took the kids up there to our usual spots that we go. That's cool. kind of been a tradition. Mm-hmm. We go we go up there every spring break, and we go have dinner at uh, the Black Forest Grill. Is that what it's called? Or now I forget what it's called. It's our favorite place up there, but <laughs> I think it's called Black Forest Grill. I think. But uh, this year we went uh, the first time ever. Uh, we I got to go to my, uh, Mrs. DT has already been there, but Glensheen Mansion. Oh sure, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about that a little bit. That's uh, I think I think it's one of the only mansions up there that's available for public viewing. Right, kind of a turn of the century, turn of the century mansion. Um, for the time, had a lot of bells and whistles. Yep, it was one of the first to have electricity. They explained that. Um, they had it wired for both electricity and gas, and he didn't think that elect. He thought electricity was just a fad. Was just going to be a fad. So you wanted to make sure that every light fixture also had a gas huh. uh, fixture on it as well. So if huh. they needed to, if the electricity went out permanently or for a little while, they'd be able to switch over to the gas system for light. So I thought that was interesting. That is pretty cool. And another thing that it had was um, central uh, vacuuming. Hmm. There were there were little uh, outlets everywhere where they could vacuum. So this is a really old place. I mean, yeah, it's. Have you been there, the man? Yeah, I have. Yep. 
and uh, it, it's neat. It's always neat to, to see, you know, how the other half lives or how the 1% live or whatever. Nowadays, they, we, they figure that it would cost like $21 million to build. Isn't that something? At the time, it was like $875,000. And I always take the prices back then and multiply by 20 because basically a silver dollar back then is worth about 20 Sure. 20 to 30 bucks now. Sure. So that's the easy way to kind of do the math in your head. And it makes sense. You know, you mm-hmm. just base it on the price of silver. So, so that was interesting. But the one thing that, uh, um, about this tour that, that sort of amazed me. And it's just like, this is good for the Clary podcast too. This will be right up the Clary podcasts. Alley. Alley. Yes. Alley. <laughs> yes. Alley. <laughs> as opposed to, as opposed to other. Right up your tailpipe, mister. <laughs> yeah. Um, when they built it, uh-huh. the wife hated radiators. Hmm. She hated the look of radiators. Sure. She thought they were ugly. So this had a, you know, a big boiler in the basement and radiators all over the place. So what did she do? She, she had them recessed into the wall. Oh, boy. Isn't that the most moronic thing you've ever heard of? Yeah. I mean, talk about inefficient energy. Um, you know, you're basically heating the outside. So yeah. they took they took a nice thick wall, cut it in half where they put the radiators, put the radiator in the wall. Wow. <laughs> and brilliant. it was usually near a window. Usually near a window. So, you know, oh. one of the ways to save energy back then were drapes. They yeah. pulled drapes across the windows so that you wouldn't get so much uh, heat loss through the window. Well, if the radiator is in the wall under the window, <sighs> you can't cover the window with drapes. Yeah. <laughs> Not so good. because they looked ugly, she had this kind of special design done on the on the mansion to put so all these nice rooms they have the radiator hidden behind kind of wooden grates or whatever mm. in the wall. Interesting. If you get close enough, you can see them. But isn't that typical? Typical woman, right? <laughs> <laughs> typical woman. It's all about how it looks. Yeah, totally. It's all about this this guy working his ass off, making all kinds of money. Yep. Apparently, the the guy I, I can't remember the the two people's names, but the guy that made all the money that made Glen Sheen possible, uh, he he only lived for six years after construction was completed. So the poor guy builds this huge huge palace, this great place. To live out the rest of his life with his with the love of his life, his his wife never remarried, and and he only lasts six years. Doesn't even really get to enjoy it. Well, so, put in that uh, loser sounder right now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so uh, I thought that was I thought that was really interesting. But and then the the real interesting thing is then in the servants' quarters, mm-hmm. all the radiators were visible. They, uh-huh. didn't, they didn't do the special design in the servants' quarters. So that was probably the most energy efficient part of the house was where the servants <laughs> were living. So it's really comfortable down here. Awesome. Yeah, it's, re- it's really nice over here. I wonder yeah. why it's so cold all the time. I can't get the airflow right in these rooms. Yeah. Mm, I wonder mm. why. Cause you've, cause you've minimized the amount of air that contacts the radiator coils. You dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's right on Lake Superior too. So you're getting yep. cold air, you're getting winds, you're getting all kinds yep. of stuff going on. Um, wow, that really sucks. And there's, there's some intrigue there too. There were some murders and some other things that happened at Glen Sheen, right? Yeah, I think so. We didn't get too much into that. Oh. My, my oldest daughter, she really is into ghosts and stuff. Mm. And at one point in the tour, I stopped and I, you know, the, the tour girl said, 
All right, any questions? And I look at my daughter and I'm like, well, go ahead and ask your question. Come on, ask your question. The and she didn't ask her questions. Oh, the ghosts. We'll have to save it for another tour gotcha. later. Hmm. But I suppose we should we should describe where Duluth is. Yeah, we but should. But Clary's listeners might not know exactly where it is. Duluth is a port city mm-hmm. right on kind of the western tip of Lake Superior. Right. So it gets a lot. That's That's how it got to be a big city, an active and productive city is is all the trade that went through there. Oh, yeah. All the, all the container ships that came from the St. Lawrence Seaway uh, all the way up there. But I guess Duluth was first um, became a city not because of port traffic, but because of rail. Yeah. Well, and then and then when the ports started to be able to compete more with the rail, it became, I suppose, really, really hopping. Right, right. Yeah. And it was a big uh, uh, hub for taconite coming out of the uh, – Minnesota yep. Iron Range and also the uh, Wisconsin Iron Range. We um, had a lot of iron coming up there. Also, grain was flowing up there because you could load it on ships and send it east to, um, you know, the iron went down to Cleveland and, and uh, Detroit and, of course, became cars, you know, and other things. But uh, the grain, yeah, that, that that was a bustling hub for grain and a lot of rail came in and out of there. It was a real, real hub of activity. And the Pretty- iron and steel in in the Arrowhead there, the Minnesota Arrowhead, yep, uh, was very influential in World War II. I guess mm-hmm. it basically built our military. Oh yeah, definitely. So it's a very very important part of the country and a very important part of our history, Duluth. And it's just a, a I, don't, I don't know if anybody's seen you know, how many people have seen these Great Lakes, but they are. It's the largest freshwater deposit in the world. I believe Lake Superior is the largest fresh body of fresh water in the world. That's why it's called Lake Superior, yeah. I believe, either by volume or by area. I can't remember. One of them one of them's by area elsewhere in the world and then one of them's by volume. And uh and it's like you're living on the ocean, but it's all yep. freshwater. It's it's really a neat it's a real neat special place. I think that whole North Shore area. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's beautiful the the cliffs and the bluffs. And it has its own microclimates there. I, I I like to joke that Duluth only sees the sun six out six days out of the year because it's you know you have weird weather <laughs> patterns there and everything. But uh, uh, the other thing that Duluth is home to, I mean, it's it's right at the mouth of the range, and and the range had a lot of miners, very uh, very strong folk, but they were also heavily unionized, and I <laughs> shit ton of communists up there. I'm telling you. They right, were yep. strong leftists up there. Yeah, on they the voted range. Hillary. Union. Oh yeah, <laughs> they yeah. voted Hillary. Yep. But I don't think Clary's visited the North Shore. I thought I asked him one time. He's been oh, really? everywhere else. Oh man, he's hiked everywhere else, and and I don't know if he knows that there's some really neat hikes. Oh yeah, totally. along the North Shore. I mean, it's not you know mountains, but for Minnesota, it is. Yeah, the the North Big Shore hunks trail. Of granite. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Big domes of granite coming out of the ground, and, and it's 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 a cool place. It's especially in the fall. It's great. Yeah. Beautiful. So that's that's where we're talking about lieutenants. And so, uh, so Atham, one more. There you go. You look yeah. at your map. There you go, Atham. <laughs> that, go take a look. Is. That's where we are. <laughs> that's where these adventures are taking place. But that's right. Last part of the adventure. So we so we talked about Glen Sheen mm-hmm. and how the woman. The woman. Because of how the something woman. looks, it looks so ugly. Makes a really weird design in the house and completely energy efficient and inefficient and and uh, I mean you don't see that I don't think you see that anywhere 
in old houses have no. a radiator sunk into the wall. No. <laughs> no. So so that that's right up the Clary podcast alley and and the next is uh finally went for the first time to the depot, the museum, the railroad muse- museum up there in Oh Beneath. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And the kids loved it and I loved it too. I thought it was great. They had um all these great exhibits. They had um uh the veterans exhibit where it had uniforms and weapons and stuff from every war that the U.S. has been in. And on display was a 20-star American flag. Whoa, that's really cool. Back from the Thomas Jefferson days. Wow. And I think they said it's one of the few in the Mm. country is this 20-star flag in in this, you know, Depot Museum in Duluth, Minnesota. And then there was an exhibit on uh, lumberjacks and and, uh, the whole wood, you know, how they figured out how to cut down trees and process them and all that kind of stuff and all the... Basically, this I think I thought that this museum was a monument to great hardworking people throughout our nation's history. Yeah, and what they've done, and the amazing things that they, they've done, and all the things that they had on them—you know, artifacts and things like that. You know, this is the kind of shaving kit that they had, and here's huh. the tools that they used. And, oh, that's cool. And in the lumberjack exhibit, I found out that uh, wood pulp for paper—it wasn't always wood pulp for paper. But what inspired it was this guy looking at how wasps build their wasps wasp nests. No kidding. The huh. paper the paper wasp nests. That inspired this guy. He's like, oh, okay, so the wasps I'm having a hard time. Yeah, wasps. Wasps. <laughs> the, how damn. they would chew yeah. the wood. They would chew the wood and then, you know, burp it up or whatever and make their and make their nests out of the chewed wood. Huh. And so that inspired this guy, hey, maybe we should use wood pulp for paper. So That's that was cool. something I learned. I never knew that before. And it's like, total, makes total sense. Those wasp nests look like they're made out of newspaper. Hmm. I mean, when you look at them. So I yeah. thought that was really interesting. They had, uh, and then the main the main exhibit, you know, there's a couple other exhibits besides that, but mainly like military and hardworking people. I think there was the iron, the iron works exhibit. There was an immigrant exhibit where it talked about all the immigrants that came over here to mm-hmm. work hard and and uh, be productive and make make America great, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the whole basement was the uh, the the depot part of the depot with all sure. the trains and all the little stores with all the the old stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. you know the old cameras and the old typewriters and the oh, way wow. they used to sell candy. You know, they had all those storefronts. Do you remember? You remember yep. seeing all the storefronts? Yep, absolutely. Did they have an old telegraph down there too? I th- I'm sure they did. Oh, they yeah. had an old bank teller, and they, they oh, cool. every, there's all these cool. I mean, it's just really neat. I thought, you know, it's just this is back when we were doing stuff, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, it, all these things were made by people. Right. Absolutely. You know. Yep. And, and it's just and, there's something neat about it. It's something neat about seeing all this stuff. And the just the depot itself is a monument to architecture um, and the railroad mm-hmm. industry. It's a beautiful yep. building. It's a beautiful yeah. building. That's right. And they've got some really neat trains down below too that are still operational and everything. So if you're did a rail you, rail guy like me, you kind of like it. Did so. you see the snowblower one? Oh, I've uh, the rotary snowplows. The I've rotary snowplow, yeah. where it's yeah. like it, it spins. That thing looks like. I mean, if you got caught in front of. Oh, that you're thing, dead. You're, you're dead. dead. <laughs> yeah, it's just. I mean, it looks. What does it look like? The the dune snakes, maybe. Yeah. Or yeah. Or, yeah. I don't know. Or the. 
or those snakes that are on uh, the uh, in the Star Wars Force Awakens. They got yeah. the weird, you know, all the teeth all over the place, right? That's right. what it reminded me of. It's all these, all these uh, steel plates. I think that were fairly sharp, and they'd spin around in different directions and throw it's the a, snow. I guess big... it could eat through twelve feet of snow on the track. Well, well and you got to have it. I mean, even today you have to have it. If you uh, pay attention to the news, Amtrak got stuck out in North Dakota. It hit a snowbank, and it was like mm-hmm. concrete and jolted yep. to a stop for like two days. Yeah. So these drifts get big, and especially up in the mountain passes and everything, or. Dakotas, where you have a little dip in the track, it's uh, it can get pretty bad out there. So the so, people people had to figure it out. They had to figure out a way to keep commerce operating, yeah, keep it keep, going, yeah. keep going. Yeah, and, and humans had to do all of it. Pretty much, they had absolutely to, they had to make the machines with their hands, and then had to go operate them. Right, and and so there are all these great train cars. Uh, all the diff- there was the first um, steam one, I believe. Oh, that wow. was used by James J. Hill. Nice. That was that's, a, that's cool. a beautiful train. That's just yeah. a really pretty looking, you know, kind of classic look for a train. And and then there was a snow plow. There was the rotary one, and then there was the yep. normal snow plow one. Mm-hmm. And there was a caboose where you got to see how they how they lived. And yep. you know, all of them have. I you know, I'm pointing out to the kids. You notice kids everywhere. There's all these wood burning stoves everywhere. Oh yeah! On absolutely. the train cars, in the shops, there's wood burning stoves everywhere. That's how they kept warm. Yep. That's how they cooked their food. That's how they did everything. Yeah. There was uh, Abraham Lincoln's funeral cars in there. Oh really? I didn't know yeah. that. Wow. I don't know if that's on loan or what, but it was there. Mm. That's cool. That's and nice. so it's just this monument to great men, right? To great yes. men and women, mostly men, right? Where we speak truth here on the Clary Podcast, mostly men. Right. Yes. But those men had wives and, you know, mm-hmm. that were raising the families back home while they're busting their ass trying to make enough money to raise their family. That's true. And make America great, right? <laughs> yes. So all this, I mean, it's just this great monument. I'm just, I'm thrilled. I'm The kids are having fun. It was just a great time. And yeah. what's the last exhibit I look at? The last exhibit I look at is an art exhibit. On Uh-oh. the second floor of the depot. Rut row. Like Ruh-roh. modern art. Modern art. Why would you put modern? I mean, that should be like railroad art or something like that, or maritime art or something like that, not just vomit on a canvas. I really hope it wasn't vomit on a canvas. Well, that's why I'm, that's why I'm saying this adventure for the Clary podcast. That's that's why I'm going down this road cuz it's exactly what you think it is. The first thing you see in this art exhibit is a big huge picture of Donald Trump's face in negative. Oh boy. With above it in kind of weird printing, uh kind of a, a teal and pink with polka dots, pimp. <laughs> that's the first thing you see is Donald Trump Pimp. Pimp. It's baby. like, here we go. Here we oh, go. Boy. This is overlooking. This is on top of. This is, you know, how ironic, right? This oh. monument to great men and women who went through serious hardships mm. to, to make America great. Military, lumberjacks, iron, immigrants, farms, and Shipping, all the, all the all railroad stuff, stuff yeah. all the shops, everything that it took to make America great. And today's snowflakes choose to put these things up on the wall in this in this museum. So the first thing you see is pimp, 
And, and you see a little bowl there with a little, you know, note on it. A bowl full of safety pins. Oh, no. That, you know, Come oh, on. take one. Take a safety pin and wear it if you're, you know, against racism and against fear and hate and <sighs> blah, 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 right? So safety pins. So most of the most of the pieces of art were made out of safety pins. Oh, God, you're kidding me. I am not kidding you. You really? I am not kidding you. So did you, you take go. the Did you take the whole bowl and say, "Hey, this is DT. <laughs> put these in your purse." <laughs> Didn't let the kids come up and see this. Didn't let. It's like you know Ugh. they're not they're not going to get exposed to this bullshit. Yeah, they just good. saw everything that makes America great. Right. They just got to they just got to use their imagination, and they were really interested, and they had a blast, yeah. you know, of, of seeing how things were done mm-hmm. and what people went through. So then the next the next uh, you go around the corner. And and there's a there's three hangman's nooses oh, no. hanging on the wall, and there's a quote underneath it that says, "To be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be in a rage almost all of the time." James <sighs> Baldwin, way to go, James Baldwin. <laughs> in a monument to great men and women throughout history and all the hardships and struggles that they, that they went through to make America great, to make it possible for you to create this fucking piece of bullshit art and for you to say what you said. I mean, Abraham Lincoln's funeral car is down in the, in the depot. The man who freed the fucking slaves. The Ugh. man who basically gave his life. I mean, that's that's basically why he was killed, was because of the Civil War and and because of all that, right? I mean, that's why. That's why he was assassinated. Yeah, absolutely. And here you've got, here you've got you know, well, to be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be in a rage almost all the time. Bravo, bravo. <sighs> And the last thing triggering I'll say, as fuck. <laughs> the last thing I'll say is that towards the end of the exhibit, there was a painting that that had hate equals fear and fear equals hate. So Yoda must have painted that. You know, I think must, he did. Oh. I, th- <laughs> I think he fear something. leads to anger. Anger <laughs> leads to hate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so th- now there's a poem. There's a little poem here, oh, and I don't even know if I should try to. What's how do they read these stupid poems? What's it called? Slam poetry or something like that? Oh yeah, you got to drop so, the mic afterwards. But yeah, I'm know. not going to do that. I mean, this is going to be a white guy, you know, reading this. So this is how a white guy reads slam poetry, I guess. Awesome. Here we go. <laughs> so here's the poem. You can count down from three because you know I'm about to take off. I'm out of here. Tired of cops killing brothers out of fear. Black Lives Matter, good words that aren't said sincere. People commenting on shit that they've never been near. Yay, they never smelt it. Never dealt with family members killed. Can we get some help? Shit. Fires from riots, all the progress is melted. Flames farmed, so the violence never regresses. The anger, they can't help it. I just sit ref- I just sit reflecting indebted to this life hoping death don't come collecting before I spread my message the pain I'm trying to soothe man what's those what's this world come to to too I swear that I am the proof young black and successful there's nothing that I can't do 
Oh, Jaden Logan. Jaden Logan. Bravo, Jaden Logan. Bravo. I, I, I kind of lost it after you said whoever smelt it dealt it. I know. I, know. I was like, what's <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> I don't think, maybe they don't know. Maybe, I mean, us whites know the smelt it dealt it. <sighs> I don't but know. But I can't imagine that he was trying to make a reference to that. Oh, He's God. being all serious and then, you know. Drop the mic. And I think he meant, Jeez. yeah, it's it's spelled Y-E-A, and that's like, yay, through the valley of the shadow of death. That's <laughs> that's yay. So I think he meant, yeah, which yeah oh, would be God. Y-E-A-H. So yeah, they never smelt it, never <laughs> dealt it with family members killed. Can we get some help? Shit. 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 Can we, we get some gang, help? Son. Shit. <laughs> God, you need to put some Vivaldi behind there. Four seasons or something. So this, but this is the art exhibit that's you know sitting atop and overlooking a, a monument to great men and women throughout this nation's history that have made it great. Unbelievable. You know, and this is what this is this is what they choose to put up: bunch of fucking safety pins Ugh. and and hangman's nooses. And oh, a Negro is going to be in a rage all the time if he's even half conscious. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. <laughs> so that was kind of that way to that's go. The, that's the Clary Capper on my adventure story was that I thought that would make a good. That, I thought maybe the lieutenants of the Clary podcast, the Cappy Capites, and maybe even Cappy himself, if he's listening, would get something out of that. Well, and, and the funny thing, too, is Duluth and Sapir are like 99.9% white. Yes. <laughs> it's just hilarious that, you know, let's get this slam in there, man. Slam poetry. Well, you dealt yeah. it, you smelt it. You smelt, if you smelt it, you dealt it. <laughs> Yay, yeah. through the valley of the shadow of death, they never smelt it. Yeah. They, ne- they never dealt it. Yeah. Can we get some help? Shit. Shit. <laughs> so serious. So so serious. So so serious. So so serious. Should we move on to so serious? Yeah. Let's do that. Why so serious? Yeah. Well. Why so serious? You know, that's just like. Uh, Why so serious? Your opinion. So that's the Black Brigade sounder for news of the week. And maybe I'll try to track down Clary's sounder for, for news. I like the Black Brigade one better. You do? I yeah, like I Norm, do. Norm, what's it, Norm MacDonald? Norm MacDonald, yeah. He's probably the best uh, KFC, what, uh, Colonel Sanders. Yeah, exactly. Of, all the, of all the recent uh, Colonel Sanders actors. The crack about that. <laughs> Extra crispy. So. <laughs> So what we're going to talk about for the news this week, the So Serious Story of the Week, now that we're through the adventure mm-hmm. phase of the Clary podcast, is uh, the, the uh, riots, eh, not really riots, the violence of the counter-demonstrators uh, for the March for Trump rally at the state capitol in St. Paul, Minnesota. Just a week ago. Yep. The, did you you posted the videos, right? You want to just describe the videos that you posted, the man? Yeah. Um, so nationwide and in St. Paul, uh, there were people that wanted to show up and show their support for President Trump. Uh, in St. Paul, a group... Um, On March a group 4th, of, right? March 4, Trump. 
Yep, yep, March for Trump. So a bunch of folks showed up at our state capitol here in St. Paul. <laughs> and a group of, uh, gosh, I don't remember how what the numbers were, but it was, it was like uh, 150 pro-Trump supporters and maybe 40 uh, anti-Trump uh, leftists. Yeah. We're at the Capitol. And, with the and masks they got, on, with the masks on, so they're, they're probably Antifa. Antifa was there. Um, International Antifa was there. They planned and, on being there, right? I, I, oh, yeah. I saw, I saw, oh, we're going to go disrupt it. We're going to go shut them down. Yeah, so um, a number of them showed up. And some they got inside the Capitol, which was surprising because I... I don't know. I mean, we've been to place, we've been to events there, and we've always been outside. But right. they actually went inside the Capitol into the rotunda, right? Oh. Yeah, and you had, uh, and they were working their way up some stairs. And Antifa was was um, uh, Antifa and the leftists were on the stairs. The March for Trump people were coming in and trying to go up the stairs, and there um, suddenly fights broke out. Uh, they're obviously hurling insults back and forth, uh, people chanting, and then fights broke out. Uh, somebody tased some pro-Trump people, and then they shot pepper spray right at the pro-Trump people. And uh, the the small police force there, I think there was Capitol Security, there might have been, or they might have been St. Paul Police, and then there was a state trooper. They did arrest some people there. Um, one was a flag bearer of Antifa. They scooped him up. Uh, and they arrested some other people there too. Oh, another thing that they were doing while they were there, the uh, the leftists in Tifa were doing the fireworks trick. So they were shooting fireworks off in the Capitol building, and did cause some damage. Uh, but in the end, six six of the uh, Antifa squad got scooped up and arrested uh, by state patrol. Uh, right, and that's where because your it end was of the in, story picks up. Yeah, because it was in the. Capitol building, I believe. Yes. Yep. That's part of the reason, because I think uh, outside it would be the St. Paul police, but inside the building, since it's a state building, it would be state patrol. Right. So, yeah, so they, they arrested these six, you know, protesters, Antifa pieces of shit, right? They arrested yep. six of them. Six. And yep. the state police did their investigation and recommended felony rioting charges to the Ramsey County attorney so that's the county that it's in so any any felonies i guess felonies go through the county but then misdemeanors would go through the city so i you know when i heard that um, they had been arrested and they might be charged with felony rioting i was like this is great this is exactly what needs to happen right is that right is that how you felt too the man i did yeah absolutely i mean I mean, when, um, I, when I saw the video, basically, you know, I saw people getting pepper sprayed. I saw all of the Trump people doing exactly what they needed to do, which was when somebody right. got violent, they grabbed them, they pulled them out of the mm-hmm. leftist crowd and subdued them to be arrested. Citizens right. arrest, I suppose. Um, but then I saw a uh, a taser go off. Yeah. The click, click, click of the taser. And you actually saw the light flashing. And yeah, by some uh, somebody. some person in goggles and a mask, yeah. you know, and and uh, and then they ran into the crowd. That's a typical Antifa type black block yeah. tactic is to do that kind of thing. So, so I mean, that's that could be deadly. That could be deadly. Oh yeah, somebody absolutely. with a pacemaker or with a heart problem. Oh yeah, that yep. could be deadly. So this is ser- this is real violence. I guess they also set off fireworks in the mm-hmm. building, damaged some smoke, of the marble, yeah, you know, smoke bombs and stuff. And I think the Capitol had just been renovated, right? 
Yeah, it's, it's just been, been it's been an ongoing project yeah. over there. Yeah. yeah. So the Capitol's just been renovated, and these pieces of shit are you know lighting off fireworks and and being violent. It's felony rioting. The state patrol, the state police, investigated and recommended to the Ramsey County Attorney felony rioting charges. Yes, these six people. They did. I believe they mm-hmm. did that either on on the on a Saturday, you know, a week from the rally. They did it either on a Saturday or a Sunday. So I I wake right. up in the morning and I see uh, Monday morning I believe I see um, an article at a, a CBS Minnesota Minnesota.cbslocal.com Ramsey County declines to charge March for Trump um, March for Trump rally counter protesters and it's and yeah that must that must have been Tuesday it must have been late Monday t- into Tuesday. Yeah, it says March sixth. So whenever okay. that was, yeah. Um, but anyway, whatever day it was, uh, that Monday. pissed me off. That really pissed me off, and, and and so I called up Ramsey County. Called them up. I wanted to give them a piece of my mind that uh, you know somebody is going to get really really hurt. Oh yeah, one of these times. Oh, if yeah. you do not try to punish these people and to try to deter them. It's a deterrent. Enforcing the law is a deterrent. If it these is. if these people know that wow, I do this. If I have a mask on and and I use violence at a, at a rally, I might get charged with felony rioting, which carries up to a ten year prison sentence and I think twenty some thousand dollar fine. Yeah, that's a like serious those, deterrent. Uh, like the Antifa in D.C. Yeah, yeah, they were up for that kind of. Thing. And who knows? We haven't heard. We haven't heard if they if they were charged or not. So, so this article says here that the Ramsey County Attorney's Office Monday declined to file charges against six counter-protesters arrested Saturday at a pro-Trump rally at the state capitol. So that, no, this is a couple days later. This isn't a week later, sorry. Mm. So this March 4th, the, the, the event happened. Um, I believe Sunday night, the, uh, the state patrol recommended felony rioting charges. And Monday morning, or Monday, they, they declined. So they took... They didn't even take 24 hours to assess whether they should they should uh, they should charge or not as recommended. So it's Anton Burkert was arrested on disorderly conduct charges. Jonathan Adams, Linwood Kane, Linwood Kane, remember that? Uh-huh. Glenn Kimball, Isabel Kimball, and Haley Ryan were arrested on felony rioting charges. Monday, the Ramsey County Attorney's Office said there were, were insufficient facts to prove felony-level riot. You know, video uh, is just insufficient. Right. Right. The the video of somebody tasing somebody with the taser in that person's hand or the yeah. the pepper spray hitting this poor guy right in the front row, right square in the forehead, you right. know? Yeah. That, that's that's insufficient. You know, and yeah, the state patrol, they're just incompetent, you know? They recommended felony rioting charges. They did the investigation. Ah, that's insufficient. You, yeah. You're just not providing enough. The yeah. attorney's office said State Patrol has presented the case to the St. Paul City Attorney's Office for consideration of misdemeanor charges. So that that's what happened, and I'll get into how I learned all this stuff in a minute. Hundreds gathered at the state capitol Saturday for the March for Trump rally. While pro-Trump speakers rallied the crowd, anti-Trump protesters chanted and hung banners from the rotunda. The arrests occurred after a man appeared to be hit in the face and pepper spray was sprayed into the crowd. 
The Minnesota Republican Party released a statement Monday condemning the violence at the Capitol and blaming Democrats for, quote, coordinating disruption and violence throughout the election and now after it with their resistance efforts. Similar pro-Trump rallies were held across the country Saturday. So this pissed me off. So I call up Ramsey County attorney and the nice lady that answered the phone said, oh, well, we had nothing to do with that. That's actually the St. Paul city attorney is the one that that chose not to pursue felony rioting charges. I'm like, well, you you know, this uh, this so this news article is wrong. You better call them because you're going to get a bunch of calls today of pissed right. off people. And if they're if they're directing their anger at the wrong person, then, you know, you better make CBS local aware of this. So then I called up the St. Paul city attorney and I left a really nasty kind of a nasty message basically saying, this is violence. This needs to be stopped. We need to, we need to stop the violence before this gets out of control. And if you're not going to protect people uh, exercising their right to free speech at the state Capitol in your God forsaken goddamn city, we're going to, we're going to stop fucking going downtown. We're going to just stop. And you're going to, instead of getting hardworking, taxpaying, law-abiding people in your goddamn city, you're going to get a bunch of, you know, non-working piece of crap, violent people in your city. Is that really what you want? You know? <laughs> and so then I immediately got a call back from the St. Paul city attorney, <laughs> uh, Samuel Clark, I believe is his name. And I find out that no, no, it was the Ramsey County attorney that did decline to press felony charges. And he explained, he said, he said, you know, the felonies are handled at the county level. And at the city level, we handle the misdemeanors. And it sure sounded like he's like, I'm looking into, you know, whether to charge misdemeanor charges or not. And it sure sounds like he was being more deliberative <laughs> and taking more time in doing so than the Ramsey County attorney. So so he set me straight, which is good. I think he still is a leftist, too. But, but you know, and I, 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 I'm like, I don't apologize it, it, for what I said, but I apologize for being angry at you. You got nothing right. to do with that. And you should be very concerned that the Ramsey County attorney's office is directing right. people to you to express their, their anger and their, and their disappointment and not pursuing felony rioting charges. And he said, the Samuel Clark guy, the city attorney did say, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this is CYA or what I'm getting lots of calls on this today. This is a big deal. And this is all before, uh, a more recent development that uh, made it hit Drudge. It made Drudge. The story made Drudge because Linwood Kane, mm, one of the felony guy? rioters, Linwood Kane, Woody, quote, Woody Kane, is, I can't remember what his first name is. How about Jonathan, <laughs> I think his name is John or something like that. He's, he's actually Jonathan Kane, Tim Kane's youngest son, the uh, vice just... presidential candidate uh, with Hillary Clinton. Yeah, he went to uh, Carleton College down in Northfield, just south of the Twin Cities. I'm sure he got a wonderfully uh, expensive liberal arts degree and uh, is now part of Antifa. <laughs> now Go part of here. Antifa, yeah. Yep, awesome. And, and you know, I'm sure this had nothing to do with no charges being brought, right? I mean, it had. it probably had nothing to do with it. The of fact course. That, the fact that one of the fucking thugs... Is is Tim Kaine's son, vice presidential he, candidate? He was born in the darkness. 
<laughs> so so this is just i mean this is a huge story and so i was all over it i i've got a few it's, i've got a few political yeah. contacts uh, uh, a, a good friend of mine is in politics in the state and and uh and i have some other facebook contacts that i'm yep. that i'm friends with on facebook and I basically sent this story to them, and it's like the Republicans need to do something about this. They have to. I mean, this was a peaceful support the president of the right. United States rally. At the Capitol, at, at where they the, do business, at right. where the senators and representatives, that's basically their workplace, and the county is deciding that violence is A-OK in the Capitol building. You know, these, these state senators and state representatives should fully expect, you know, at the next committee meeting, if there's a crowd of people that don't like what they're doing, they should fully they should be wearing gas masks now. That that would be one way to to protest this, right? To protest this yep. decision by the Ramsey County attorney is to just start wearing gas masks to the state capitol because you don't I mean, apparently pepper spraying people is a okay. It's not That's violence. Right? It's good. It's shooting perfectly off fireworks, fine. it's good. Shooting off fireworks, you know, you should run around with a with a fire extinguisher on your back. Well, this is what it takes to be a state, you know, senator and state representative. Now, there's all kinds of ways to be able to hit this story hard, like the left would. This is an emotional story. This could even be considered a hostile work environment. That the, oh, yeah. that the Ramsey County attorney is making the state capital a hostile work environment if they're allowing this to go unpunished. If they're allowing well, this kind of violence to go unpunished. Well, and if you look at Antifa websites like itsgoingdown.org, not to give them any traffic, but uh, their, the title of their article for this is Noise Demo for Make, Make, Make Racists Afraid Again Arrestees. I mean, they, they, it doesn't matter if you're a Trump supporter or if you're alt-right. They're going to come after yep. you yep. because you are to the right of Lenin. If you're you an know, old, you're, old lady, if you're an old veteran, it, if you're, you know, yep. you know, these are the people that make those art exhibits. Right. That this is who they are. If you this are a black man and half conscious, you you need to be in a rage all the time. Today, the other and, and all the these guys thing. are white. Every all six of them, fucking lily white pieces of shit. Right. And and the funny thing about old uh, Kane is he when he came around, he wasn't rested at the Capitol. They were moving away from the Capitol. They came around a corner and there was a cop there and he squared up to the cop. Yep. He was going to go fight the cop. Yep. And uh, wow, that's really going to be a smart move there, dipshit. Go take on the cop. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to listen to you and respect you. And as typical Antifa, you know, they square up and they're going to attack, and then they cry out as they get struck and oh, taken daddy, and arrested. Oh, daddy, daddy, daddy. Oh, help me. Help me, daddy. Put some pressure on the Ramsey County attorney. That's right. I, I don't want to be arrested Which, what's, in jail. What's the Ramsey County attorney's name? John Choi or something like that? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say know. John Woo, but that's <laughs> that's the action movie director. I think it's like John Choi or something, mm. but um, but yeah. So I I tried to reach out to to my contacts, basically saying you got to be all over this. This is now national news on Drudge, and you need to press it. You need to attack. Yeah, you need to destroy this Ramsey County attorney. You need to. Uh, release an official statement more than what was in that article. We condemn violence and the Democrats are fomenting violence with this resistance movement. You need to be stronger language there. You need to talk about enforcing the law 
and, and enforcing law and order. You need to talk about the cronyism that sure looks like is involved here with Tim Kaine's son getting off because he's Tim Kaine's son. Right. You can't charge the other five if you're going to let him go. So they right. got to let them all go, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just this is this is a story that should have been seized on and seized upon. You've got people that are actually, you know, the Republicans always talk about how oh they never go out on the street, they never protest, they never rally because they're too hardworking and they're too you know they're too busy working and you know you hear this stuff all the time, right? That that they never get involved. Well, here here yeah. people get involved. Normal do, people. Normal people, they do what they need to do once things got mm-hmm. violent. And you don't have their back, Republicans. You don't have it because they did nothing. As far as I know, let's look up here real quick to see if there's any recent developments in this story. I didn't see anything, to be honest let's with see, you. I was March just looking. Poor Trump arrests um, St. Paul. That's just I'm doing the Clary thing here. Yeah, it's the typing type in the googly. Let's see news. Is there some <laughs> kind of most recent? It's just arrests are made. That's all it is. Is arrests. Um, Antifa is not going away. I mean, what they said at the bottom of this article about the St. Paul action is, we came to, quote-unquote, shake the gates of hell. We went into the belly of the beast, into the St. Paul police's police department's own backyard, and woke the motherfucking neighbors. Police repression of our movement will only embolden us. Kidnapping, arresting, kidnapping our comrades will only invite our rage and our wrath. It is the love of our for our comrades and the passionate devotion to total liberation, total liberation, which is communism, which is not liberation, motherfuckers, that fuels our hatred of the police and the fascists representing the Trump regime. We will not be intimidated by right-wing violence against our movements. We will not be intimidated by police repression. We will be, only be further enraged. This is what the mindset of these crazy motherfuckers are. Well, it's by I mean, it's by any means necessary. Yeah, yeah. That's the, the bam or whatever whatever they called it. It's by it's any crazy. by any means necessary. They are going to shut down speech because they see that speech as violence, and yeah. so their violence is self defense against future violence based on speech. I mean, this is the logic that they use in their heads. Yeah to justify their violence against against people just expressing an opinion, people just, uh, you know, exercising their free speech rights. Uh, there is a recent article here on Yahoo News, Senator Tim Kaine lauds son Lynn Wood's anti-Donald Trump protest. So of he course. said, attaboy. He said, attaboy. Attaboy. Get violent. Get some... violent against old people. Yeah, get violent you... against old people and veterans and people just expressing an opinion and exercising their free speech rights at the state capitol, inside the state capitol. Apparently, we've ceded that territory. Apparently, with zero, there is zero Republican response to this. Apparently, yeah. apparently with, with nothing, you know, no response, no, like, we demand answers. We demand we demand to know why with all of the evidence including social media i mean this was pre-planned it was it was planned you got the motivation all over social media that they were going to show up and use any means necessary to shut down free speech including violence 
You've got all the evidence necessary to charge these people with felony rioting, and they didn't. Where are the demands for to for the Ramsey County attorney to be held accountable for yeah. for um, you know violence at the state capitol inside the state capitol be- building, which should be you know a place where freedoms are recognized, where all our we essential love, rights are recognized and protected. We love that our three children have their own views and concerns about the current political issues. They fully understand the responsibility to express those concerns peacefully. It's not peaceful, though. I mean, that's I know, totally not peaceful. But so, so what's what's more disappointing? Is it more disappointing that the violence is happening, or is it more disappointing that the Republican Party does not have our back? Oh, extremely disappointing <laughs> that the GOP doesn't do goddamn shit. I mean, this is an attack on their base on on just normal these weren't kkk members out there this was just normal joe q public coming out to support the president and and you're not going to support these guys finally getting off their asses yeah and protesting and rallying and like the left does in this state where we have been as blue as the deep ocean in the middle of the pacific blue as hell blue voting for dukakis we can, we finally have people coming out. We're getting that those results closer. And what are you going to do? Just shit on them. Yeah, just uh, uh, just uh, you know, don't have their back. Good you know, luck. they 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 come out and do what they needed to do, which is express their express their uh, their freedom of speech and their support for Donald Trump. And you know, yep. and then when the they, violence happened, they did what they needed to do. They didn't get violent in return, right? They just took them, took them out, took them out, <laughs> subdued them, waited, you know, got them to be arrested. Yep. And then nothing happens. And, nothing. and, and, and after nothing happens, nothing happens, even with national attention because of right. Tim Kaine's son, Woody. And, and so, so what, yeah, so what's, I mean, what's the answer? What's the answer? Yeah, what's, what's the well, answer? What's next? Do you show up at these fucking things? Have, I mean, basically, they ceded the state capital ground. I can understand ceding the streets. I can understand saying, okay, you leftists can have the streets. Okay, you leftists can have that park. Fuck you, you know? We're not going to go show up and get into a fight and get my face bloodied over a street or over a park. Or over in front of a coffee shop or whatever, right? Go ahead and have that. It doesn't matter. The, the the most important streets are the streets of the internet now. That that's the most that's the most important public square. But symbolically, inside the Capitol building, inside the yeah. seat of state government, they've they ceded the ground to the leftists. They've said you own it. You can intimidate, well, you can use violence to stop people from exercising their right to free speech. Because we're not going to charge you. This is just beyond the pale. I mean, this is such a fucking slam dunk for propaganda purposes, for getting the word out, for showing the left for what it is. And the fucking Republican Party of Minnesota just fucking completely drops the ball, completely does not have the people's back. So fuck you. We're done. I'm done. I don't know how that I've been done for a long time, but this proved that I'm right in my whole let it burn philosophy. Fuck it. They don't have our backs. There is no reason to go down unless you actually just want to go down there and fight. Well, which is which is yeah. what happened at <laughs> which is what happened at UC Berkeley. I was actually yep. sort of amazed by the UC Berkeley riots because the police did not move in to stop them. 
No. And it was almost, I was watching the video and it was almost like a mosh pit where, yeah, where you'd see somebody get the upper hand and they'd start grounding and pounding or they'd start hitting, you know, and the person's not defending themselves and somebody would jump on and pull them off. Right. It was like a controlled fight. It was yeah, like sort yeah. of a fair fight from that, the video that, that I saw. And I'm like, this is actually sort of encouraging. Maybe these police are onto something that the people that want to go just beat each other up, fight club. Just go and beat each other up, and they all part ways, and they feel better at the end of the day. Maybe that's, that's maybe long, that's what's happening. I don't know. It's been a long-standing tradition out east or out west out there uh, to let them go and let it burn itself out. But it's dangerous. Yeah. I mean, somebody could get really, really, they really, really hurt. get fucked up. Minnesota is a concealed carry state. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't start prosecuting this stuff, somebody's going to get angry and somebody's going to get killed. Well, by the. I still stand by my prediction. By the next presidential election, we'll be shooting each other in the street. I mean, that's the way this stuff is all rolling. It's it's rolling downhill really fast. Because they're not enforcing the law. The Ramsey County no. had an open and shut case. Why is it called open and shut? So you open it up and then you shut it right away because it's because it's, it's such a slam yeah. dunk? It's is that why it's called dunk. open Quick. and shut? Because open and sh- <laughs> it would be like closed and shut. Seems like it should be the expression, but it's open and How shut. How many... Uh, how many metaphors can we throw at right. this sucker? You know. Right. So I mean, that's that's my takeaway. Is and well, it's the could, same as Cappy's. The- it's the same. Cappy did a video on on uh, whether to show up at these uh, protests and these rallies. I think it was in response to the Milo Yiannopoulos violence. Yep. Is yep. that just don't go there? Why are you going there? You're just you're yeah, risking yeah. you're risking losing an eye. You're risking your life. You're risking serious injury. You know why? The most important thing is the internet. The most important thing is YouTube. The most important thing is Twitter. That's the public square. Unless you're going down there to get, you going down there with the muscle needed to be able to defend yourself, or you're going down there to be a martyr to get filmed to for propaganda purposes and to wake people up on what the Antifa thugs are like and the violence on the left. There's no reason to be there. And now, I mean, that just. You know, that there's Cappy echoing, you know, <laughs> that, what he's saying there when you hear this story that that, you know, the the people that went and pro, uh, rallied and did everything that we were they were supposed to do. The 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 law enforcement, law enforcement on the ground had their back. Law enforcement arrested the people. Yeah. Law, the state patrol recommended felony rioting charges. So all the right things were happening. And one person. One political hack, one piece of shit leftist Democrat gets to decide, nope, not enough evidence, you know. Well, pick me, Tim here, Kane. Pick me, Tim Kane. Next time, you, you, you know, I need a promotion. You know, remember this, Tim Kane, that I got your, that I got yeah. your kid out of trouble. There is some of that going on. Sure. I mean, but is there, is there a point? I mean, let's face it, uh, Minnesotans in particular do not like confrontation. You go to New York and there's more people that will throw insults at you. Go to the Philly, they'll throw batteries at you. At least right. that's at a football game. Is it a point where we are we're giving it all? I mean, really, we're giving it all up. You, you have all this territory. I mean, at what point do we fight back? I mean, there's got to be a point where, where there's got to be some kind of, I mean, We've given up everything so far. Everything. Why do we need St. Paul? Why do we need it? Why do we need the cities? We don't need them. They need us. We don't need them. Fuck them. If they if they want to destroy their cities, let it burn. Don't go mm-hmm. there. Don't go there. Why go down there? 
Why do go, why go down there? This is I've been harping on this for about three years. <laughs> is why go down there? Why go down there for a sporting event? Why go spend your money down there? Why why do anything down there? Why support them economically at all? Cut them off. Fucking siege warfare. Siege warfare their ass. All you leftists, you want to be in the cities? Yeah, try to grow your own food. <laughs> yeah, there's you know? that. Absolutely. Try try to try to you know when those light when you flick on the light switch and it doesn't come on. Good fucking luck. Right. I mean, I th- yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They'll be eating each I mean, other if, within a week. I mean, that's uh, the that's the fact of these cities. If anything ever goes down for real, they'll be eating each other within a week. <laughs> at some they'll point, they'll be resorting gonna, to cannibalism. Yeah, at some point, somebody's going to get smart enough to and to head out to the burbs. Anyway. Well, then you take yeah. them down. <laughs> then you take we the, so, the, the cities so are the all full. The cities are full of them. The cities they're they're full of people who vote that way who tacitly support it, who turn, who look the other way. They're obviously infested within the law enforcement system, the government, the people who actually make the decisions, the political appointees, not the cops on the ground. The cops, the cops are on our side. The military is on our side. They're all on our side. But, but hmm. then the people that, who are charged with upholding the law and enforcing the law are fucking leftists. So fuck them. You know? Hmm. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a go galt on their ass, man. I mean, the state patrol should just be like, oh, okay, I guess I don't need to put myself in harm's way to enforce the law in a state building anymore. You know, no, why should I? Why I should mean, I put myself at risk if you're not well, going to charge the, these people? And the state patrol does have the uh, governor's uh, security detail right, as well. Right. I mean, it's a prestigious position, right? You know, right? Yep. Yeah, and what message does this send the gov- the governor? I mean, see, that's where the Republican Party could have been all over this. Oh, yeah. Totally. The employees totally. of Mark Dayton, the state patrol, recommended felony rioting charges, and the Ramsey County attorney just blew it off. Right, right. And and this and Republicans are the law and, and uh, justice party. Yeah. I mean, they're for law enforcement and order, you know, and uh, you're not going to do a damn thing. You're not going to lift your finger. I right, mean, really? Right. Seriously. When this is their place yeah. of business. This is right. where they have to go into work. This is where they have to go in, and there are the public is allowed to sit in on these committee meetings. And oh, stuff absolutely! Like that. Is this just going to encourage more violence against politicians? Because and you're so, you're a be. racist, you're a you're a fascist. Yeah. So we can do we can spray you with pepper spray. We can throw a smoke bomb. We can set off a firework. We can we can do all these things to you because we're not we we're above the law. We we there's no consequences, no consequences exactly for right. our actions. So we well, need to enforce it, our own consequences on these pieces of shit. You don't you <laughs> well, don't that's... take the law into your own hands because then you're going to get in trouble. I guarantee if a Trump rally person beat the shit out of one of these Antifa people, they oh, would be charged. It's all over. Absolutely oh, well, they, they would. And be they charged. would cry out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Well, that's why well, they did this... they did everything that they were supposed to do. They didn't they didn't get out of control. But they will get out of control next time if you do oh, not absolutely. if you do not enforce the law if you do not punish these people, and and misdemeanor um, charges aren't enough. I mean, imagine if we are having an immigration uh, bill passing through St. Paul, what is going to happen there? You know, right. and yeah, this stuff can get out of control immediately. Absolutely, they've gotten a green light, and nobody's going to charge me. Let's crank this sucker up. Let's go demonstrate. Let's get right in their face, you know. Mm-hmm. Kurt Dowd will be walking down a corridor somewhere, and he'll get sucker punched like Richard Spencer out of the blue right. because he's Republican and he might be for whatever. Because he's a fascist. You know? 
Right, he's a fascist. You know, it's perfectly uh, uh, justified because their speech, their speech is violence, and so it's self-defense. By any means yes. necessary, we can shut them up. Yep. So should we do sponsors yep. real quick before we oh, finish God, the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I, my only plan is just to go to captaincapitalism.blogspot.com, baby. Absolutely. And see what kind of stuff he's got littered all over his page. <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, one of the first things that pops up on his page is Bachelor Pad Economics by Aaron Clare. I've Claire. got this book. It's a it's a manual on how to live your life. If you're a man, if you're a woman, if you're just getting out and getting started, this has good advice on how to budget, how to live frugally, and how to... Uh, how to live and how to have the life you want. So take a look at Bachelor Pad Economics. He's a sponsor of the show. He's a sponsor of the Clary podcast, Aaron Clary. Aaron Absolutely. Clary is a sponsor of the of the podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> then there's Reconnaissance Man by Aaron Clary. Oh, yeah. That's his yep. most recent book Yep. where he's standing there in the road looking cool with mm-hmm. his motorcycle. On an adventure. On an adventure and worthless which is about worthless college degrees by Aaron Clary. Right. There is Captain Capitalism Reserved mm-hmm. by Aaron Clary, another sponsor of the podcast, where it's uh, the uh, best of his uh, blog. And what else we got here? We got Curse of the High IQ by Aaron Clary. I actually got an advanced copy of that and was able to read. Yeah. Was able to read most of that book before anybody else, and it's kind of a it's kind of an entertaining read for for smart people, I love the I love the the cover image, it, it, where it's got the bell curve and all the people underneath the bell curve, and then the one lone person way out on the right of the bell curve. Curse of the high oh. IQ. Oh God, sir, what does that mean? Way out there, way out the there, curve. way, way out, out there. there. Red, red. Then too. another red. sponsor oh of the podcast is a Joy the Decline with a new cover. Yep. Yes, I have the old color cover, which they all yep. have uh, three fingers and one thumb. So it's like the mutant cover or something. Well, and that's that's uh, that's cartoon. <laughs> so there's no like middle cartoon. finger, right? Yeah. There's no <laughs> with four <laughs> fingers. You can't give someone the middle finger, <laughs> right? And then there's Aaron Clary's uh, consulting site, assholeconsulting.com. Right. Yep. He's he's also a sponsor of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see what else we got here. So now we got some other. No, so that was fun. So let's yeah. go through the other ones. We got uh, his Amazon.com affiliate. Correct. You click on that when you buy from Amazon, and he gets a little cut. Mm-hmm. Go. You read the next one. Or yeah, go as sure. much as you we've want. Got, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, we've got Adam Piggott. He's he's a blogger. Uh, he's got the book Pushing Rubber Downhill. He's also got a blog. Uh, what's this one? Run Guts, Pull Cones. Uh, that's another one of his books. He's got some good books out there, and he's uh, he's uh, shown up on other podcasts. I think he's got his own podcast too. Uh, but check him out. He's he's a good he's a good guy. So you're taking there. this seriously? <laughs> I'm just re- I'm just yeah. These are the, the these are I don't know what they are. Go click on them and and support Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> you're taking the, you're like actually doing a commercial here. I know I'm doing a bit. Hey, we've got academic composition. If you want to uh, write, you know, we've outsourced everything in this country. Although it's coming back, we're going to bring it back and make it huge. But it's basically uh, helping people cheat in college. That's well, basically what it is. Fuck your outsourcing your stuff. So why not? 
I understand the logic behind it, but you got to be real too. I mean, we live in reality, yeah. right? That's that's what it's yeah. so for the bullshit courses. Well, for the bullshit courses, if people don't want to friggin', you know, do the papers and stuff, they can buy the papers from academic. What did you call it? Academic composition. Academic you know what's composition. funny about that, really, if you think about it? That's what the University of Minnesota was doing with its basketball yes, exactly. program yep. under, yep. under Clem Haskins, yep. Yep. and he got burned yep. and lost his job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now somebody's doing it and making a business out of it. And you can well, and you can make a little bit of money by if you're a good writer, I guess. I'm a pretty good writer, but yeah. I would just that would just be boring. I just got that, that would just ugh. Ugh. better investing, <laughs> lower costs, betterment. Investing made better. So is it better? It might be. That <laughs> seems to be the claim. <laughs> three times. Three times in that advertisement. That's what right. else we got here? We got um what's this? Chad the Elkins. Frank Servi trilogy. Oh yeah. The Frank Servi trilogy, Uncle Nick, Diary of a Misanthrope, Burning the Midnight Something? Burning the Midnight. It's the midnight oil would be writing so yeah, this cool. is just burning the midnight burning the midnight burning, burning the okay, midnight and yes pretty chad elkins pretty lies perish I'm, st- I'm still on oh, yeah. frank survey here his trilogy wow pretty lies Sorry, perish that's kind of that's a cool title pretty lies it perish is. that's 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 yeah. a cool title that's better than burning the midnight yeah i know right so, <laughs> so he ended it strong there in the trilogy yeah all right, now oh, say you got Chad, Chad Elkins. It's tax time, tax time, tax time. Pay the government, sucker. But maybe Chad Elkins can help you out. So go check out Chad Elkins. Right, that's his name. I think I got it right. Yeah, he's yes. got a cool logo. Yeah. That's a real. That's a that's a pretty sharp logo there, Chad. I know. Good job with that he logo. Can, I like that logo. He can slice and dice your taxes and get you a return. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we got the stringers, which this is kind of looks like a, a noir cover, like a crime noir. It's like an old car there. Is that oh, yeah. Continental or what the hell? I can't tell what that says there. I don't know. I, I don't know idea. cars. So called the stringers, a novel by T.J. Martinell. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, is that enough? Black man's we guy. That's Aaron Clary's back oh, as a yeah. as a as a sponsor. He's back. He's just everywhere sponsoring. The Black Man's That's Guide right. Out of Poverty by Aaron Clary. Marcus mm-hmm. Brown is the model on that cover. It's a cool cover. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's Marcus your Brown's ad. Good guy. You... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, Marcus Brown, good guy out of Chicago. Yep. And uh, he's got a nice uh, little Facebook page. He's got or Facebook profile. He just puts some interesting stuff up. So. And that's a guy that puts himself out there, you know? Yeah. And that's the guy absolutely. that the, the powers that be should have his back if anything happens. Well, he was, yeah, he, he was out there during the mm-hmm. campaign, the Trump campaign. He was talking to news media. He yeah. was uh, being interviewed on the, as a Trump supporter on the street. Uh, it was in, in Chicago where they had some bad bad stuff going on. So kudos to that guy. So you can donate to the Cappy. Um, and there's also your mm-hmm. ad here, some Project Wonderful. Your well, ad you can, here uh, right now for a buck, and nobody's taking Aaron up on that. Including the Black Brigade. Nobody's <laughs> <laughs> taking him up on that. Did we get all of them? I mean, he's got his, I think we his did. podcasts here. Oh, my gosh. Which the most geez. important one is the Black Brigade. So, that's, obviously, that's true. Obviously, that's the most important one. <laughs> that's true. Now, there's shows and podcasts. Pushing Rubber Podcasts, the 405 Media, yep. Geek Out with the Beckloff, Canto Talk, 
yeah. Financial Survival Network, Engineered Truth, Crush the Streets, Small oh, Scale small Life. Scale I have no, life. I have no fucking clue who that guy is. I don't either. Tom Likas, <laughs> blow me up, Tom. The Black the Brigade. The Black Brigade with DT. DT. That's right. That fucking guy. I know, that guy. The world of Lori Zook variety show and the half-empty, half-full consumer advocacy radio show. That's a that's a mouthful. Wow, that just rolls off yeah, the tongue. That's a fe- that's, apparently, Pen- that's one's by a female. <laughs> Pen- <laughs> Penn Sunday School. I love Penn Gillette. He's great. Yep, Obsidian Radio. Glendon Cameron and O'Shea Duke Jackson, YouTube. Oh, he, filled, he just in filled in for Clary. Two episodes ago. Did you uh, did you re- did you watch that? I don't watch anything. Oh, <laughs> it was it was pretty good. He was good. I I thought he was really good. He was right on point with some of the things we're talking about. It was funny to hear him going along, and all of a sudden he's like, "Hit that donate button! Hit that donate button!" I I like the likes, but hit that donate button. So he's a guy that's studying to be a doctor, and he's in Poland right now. Huh. So huh. yeah, there you go. Yeah, I just you know I do the the Black Brigade debrief to stay sane, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I can't, I'm even starting, I, the, the one podcast slash radio show that I pretty much listen to consistently is Alex Jones Infowars because it's just entertaining as hell. And it's just, you know, he's right. sort of ahead of the curve. You got to kind of take, take things that he says with a grain of salt, but he is, he does get out ahead of things faster than everybody else. I would say. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I he's mean, got interesting it, guests. He's you know he's got people in the know, and and so I feel like I'm staying ahead of the curve with him, but that's about all I can handle. I mean, it's just it it, it that and doing my own show. It's like that's the amount of energy that I have. I'm I'm having trouble even just watching the news now. I'm just with yeah, it's it's been tough. Out. I mean this this story about the Ramsey County attorney is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and just today or yesterday with the new, with the new, um, economic statistics that came out, Trump ran on yeah. the economic statistics being bullshit and made up and fake. And then he gets into the presidency and now I like him. That was his official <laughs> statement through Sean Spicer is now the economic statistics are great. You know, it's all good. So that I just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't, yeah. I can't, uh, carry the water like that i can't be a fucking cheerleader like that i have to stay rooted in reality and reality really sucks it really does and so i mean aaron's probably got the right perspective that you just don't you can't you can only pay so much attention to it and and what you do pay attention to is for the schadenfreude is for just enjoying the pain of other people that's that's why you pay attention is just to try to see people get what they deserve and um well, and and in my perspective, I think this is the only time I've agreed with Glenn Beck is that um, instead of what? going big, well, I know I hate Glenn Beck, I hate him, but this is the only time I'm going to agree with him. Instead of going really big and worrying about what those clowns are doing in D.C., we really need to concentrate on immediate, yep. small, you know, small, right around us, you know, and and just we can't get all crazy about that stuff because it's just we we're too small to fix that it's got a momentum of its own it's like the titanic you gotta it's gonna take time to turn that big old ship if it doesn't hit an iceberg first you know <laughs> which is a probability right. but um it's crazy 
it's just crazy. Yeah. So I mean, and, and I, I don't, I don't, I, was, I don't listen to many, many podcasts. I, I try to keep my own um, analysis kind of my own. I, I, I read the yeah. news. I check Drudge. I, I watch the news at night and 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 try to stay ahead of things and kind of kind of try to to um, gear everything towards what normal people should be doing. Right. What can you do within your own power, within your own circle of influence to affect change? One of the things that you can do is you can support Aaron Clary, right? There you I go. Mean, and imagine yeah, imagine absolutely. if, you know, back in the day, uh, rich people would support artists and inventors and things like that. They'd be their yeah. benefactor and they would brag. They would be, it would be an honor for them to support these people. And right. that just does not happen on the right. The no. left The left gives to all of these organizations – these many and sundry organizations that are aligned against us, the ones that right. go protest, the Women's March, all that kind of stuff, flooded with cash because that is the left's religion. What's the right's religion? The fucking church. So they tithe and they don't Correct. have anything left over to actually give to people and to support people who are actually fighting the good fight, to, to have their back. You know, there are different ways to have have people's back one of them is enforcing the law one of them is uh, when someone doesn't enforce the law you call them on it but in the very least you can support economically and financially the people that are are trying to do something people like aaron i guess to a lesser extent someone like me Mm -hmm. and you and all these sponsors on the clary podcast you know they're putting their money where their mouth is right yeah absolutely that's the that's the you know there are things that you can do Instead of going in their inst- lives, essentially. Yeah, instead of going down to a goddamn fucking sports ball game in the city that hates your guts and that doesn't want you to have a right to free speech and will and will get violent with you if you choose to do so and not pay any penalty. Now, why go down there? Why not use that money to support to support somebody worth it? You know? And so mm-hmm. that I just I don't see I don't see that really changing <laughs> i don't see it changing yeah the people that get the support and get the 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 clicks are are you know the hot chicks saying obvious shit <laughs> clary's <laughs> talked about this with davis arini that was one of the they did a podcast together and it was a great conversation about how about how the, those are the those are the people that get the support because thirsty guys want to fuck them and then the people that are actually doing what? the yeoman's work out there get ignored <laughs> what? <laughs> no. We need to be smarter. Say it ain't so. We need to be smarter with this, and the, you know, it just—it's. Uh, we need to think much more revolutionary. I would say, if we're really going to change mm. things, because no one's going to do it for you. That's for sure. No one's no one's going to do it for you, and if you put yourself out there too far, no one's going to have your back, and that's just the right. reality. What do you think about all that? Oh, I agree. I mean, um, it's it's getting worse and worse, and and this this whole example we've shown is the system is not going to be your friend. I mean, this has been a, st- a typical position of the right: is oh well, the cops have our back because these Antifa are going to beat the shit out and want to beat the shit out of them. But it's the cops. I, I would not. say the cops do our, have our back. The people on the ground. Oh, do, I know. But nothing. Well, happens yeah, after the guys that on point. the ground yeah. do, but but. 
people above them yeah. are they they look across the landscape and they might be liberal they might be uh worse they might be part of, they might agree with antifa right. you know they've been bathed in the in the religion and the marinade of all that crap and tolerance and diversity and all that stuff and 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 just feel that we're wrong you know and and deserve and, and so deserve we need it. to support and we deserve it we need right right so we need to we definitely need to support the people who are going out there in a limb like this we need to develop our I, i'm going to go back to stand for a long time develop our networks you know develop people locally that we can trust and that we want to spend our money right. with not not these big crypto and organizations global organizations that don't give two shits and that are totally leftist and and will totally sell you out you know support the guy down the street mm-hmm. who might have a, a don't tread on me flag who's got his garden going or something or raising pigs or something buy stuff from him right. you know or her you know that's i think it's do. important too to not delegate too much of that responsibility to these voices though too you know it's yeah. it's it's sort of I think some people, it's like going to church. People will go to church, they'll give money and, and they'll go to church and they'll figure, I'm done. I'm not a Christian. Yep. I, 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 I rejected Christ a while ago now, just to let you know. But I was a Christian at one point and that always frustrated me because I was serious about it. I was, I was, I had skin in the game. I felt it was important to get involved, but most people don't. Most people cede that responsibility or they delegate that author- that responsibility with their dollars. They'll say, well, I've tithed and yeah, I pray and I go to church. So I'm done. I don't need to do anything else. That's enough. I'm, yep. I'm empowering yep. the church to do God's will and I don't, ha- I shouldn't have yes. to worry about it. It's the same thing with this too. I mean, support Aaron. Yeah. But do your own thing too. Support people like Alex Jones. Yeah. And Alex Jones always encourages people Start your own YouTube channel. Start your own podcast. Blog. Do things yourself. Take some responsibility yourself. Uh, don't just say, well, I support this person, so I'm done. I don't need to do anything else. There are all kinds of things that you can do within your power and within your sphere of influence that will have tremendous impacts. Right. And sometimes it's doing nothing. Like, don't go downtown. Don't give them any money. Don't give them any ac- economic activity. Uh, cut your hours at work, maybe if you can afford it. Then that cuts your taxes. You know, we keep on wanting the GOP and the Republicans to give us a tax break. Give yourself a mm. tax break. Cut your hours. You're not yeah. going to be paying as much taxes. And if you cut them enough, you won't be paying any taxes. And you might even get a check back from the government. There's all kinds of things. So I think what we what we're seeing is that when we do um, delegate authority to somebody else, they let us down. They fail us. And so we it's really true. do need to, and this uh, this example with with the uh, the March for Trump rally and the violent protests, that, that's a perfect example. The system fails us every fucking time, yep. and right. we won't even get into the healthcare stuff that's going on in Washington. Oh, we won't even get into it. Triggering. Oh, we won't, and that's triggering, that's yeah. that's failing us too. So we need to seriously think about what's within our power, and that's where Aaron is is spot on, and that's where I wish he would do more of it would be what can you individually do that's within your power to seriously put the hurt on the system if we all did it? There's plenty of things that we can do. We're the ones that work hard. The left doesn't work hard. They exist because we work hard. They exist because we basically support them through our productivity. So stop. They don't fucking deserve it. 
And so, and so it's, you know, there needs to be consequences for actions. There needs to be, you know, you need to have consequences for actions with, with law and order and, you know, violent protests that needs to happen if things are ever going to change. And, and all these bad behaviors of the left need to have, start having consequences and where it's within your power to do so. You got, you got to think creatively and you got to think just how do I make sure that they actually suffer some kind of consequence? Does that mean not being their friend? Does that mean not helping them move when they want to move? <laughs> you know, I mean, there's there's all yeah, kinds of things yeah. that you can do that 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 right. actually creates some kind of consequence within your sphere of influence for bad actions, bad decisions. So, so I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind I, of talked I'm, out. What? Any last words, or do you want anything you want to talk about? Uh, additionally, here. No, I mean, if we, man, I mean, we could go into we could go into a ton about uh about just the failings and of the GOP again everything from um you know healthcare to uh approving people and just devastating the other side they should not be dicking around right. let's go right. you know right. i mean god i'm so triggered on this whole freaking obamacare uh, obamacare repeal what the fuck have you guys right. been doing for 8 right. years sitting on your dildo or something let's roll you know i mean clearly clearly trump was way ahead of you guys and and it has been more transparent way ahead and pushing the envelope and what do you guys got nothing nothing ryan Ugh. we could talk about fakeness the fakeness all around us you know in the in the economy and and just everything but yeah we were about an hour and a half and or no, well, these are always continuing I, discussions. You know? I'm sure you'll hear about them more on the Clary podcast. You might hear more if you choose to do so at blackbrigade.org with my pad- <laughs> podcast, the Black Brigade Debrief with DT. It used to be with DT and the man. The man sometimes comes on from time to time. So if you That's like right. what you hear, um, please do you know head on over to blackbrigade.org and subscribe and check, it, check out uh, the, the stuff that I do there. And and uh, I'd I'd very much appreciate it if you if you thought that this uh, discussion was stimulating or intellectually stimulating. And um, but we, most of all, thanks, Clary, for for allowing us yeah. to to fill in while you are writing your new book. And hopefully that that book will be able to help people. I do think Clary Clary kind of pretends like he doesn't give a shit, right? <laughs> he does. <laughs> He but does. the books that he writes are intended to help people. Right. And Asshole Consulting is about helping right. people. So, you know, mm-hmm. he's there's a little flicker of a flame <laughs> of compassion within that dark heart. So hopefully hopefully he's being productive and being creative and getting it That's done right. and fighting the good fight. So so that that was uh, what the Clary podcast number. What was it? One ninety two. I think. There you go. Uh, that this was the Clary podcast with DT and the man. You can find all of Clary's information at captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Head on over there and like and rate and share and comment, subscribe and friend and follow. Click on any of those many many icons all over the page. Oh, no. yeah, Buy right. some cool shit. Here's my products. Go buy my shit. Give me your fucking money. That's right. So Support people of a similar Because no one else has got our back, lieutenants. No one else has got our back right. except us. So we, we got to right. be there for each other. We got to support each other, encourage each other, 
and and uh, keep keep on fighting this the best that we can while staying sane most importantly while staying sane and and trying to live a happy productive life i would say i would say that's the point of all of this because you only got one life to live you only got one chance at this and to sit there and and allow yourself to be let down again and again and again at some point you just got to say you know what i'm i'm gonna enough's enough enough's enough i gotta i gotta i gotta start living for me and living for the people that are worth it exactly i agree with you so until next time Dismissed and toodles. It's called a bum. And without a job, a residence, or legal tender, that's what you're going to be, man. You're going to be a fucking bum.